0: Man, 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 man. Man. We believe that all men are created equal to the magnificent mosaic that is America. From radio beacon to radio beacon. I have a dream. The game, the game, the game, the game. Change has come to America. Believe me. Help is on the way. Knock, knock. Who's there? Hey! It's a pigment of your imagination. Randy Robe
1: show. Turn
2: up your mind.
1: It's Friday, you bastards.
0: Not a single Republican. Not a single one, House or Senate, voted for that legislation. We also passed once-in-a-generation investment in our nation's roads, highways, bridges, railroads, ports, airports, water systems, high-speed Internet. We got a little help from Republicans, but not a lot, but enough to get it passed. But the truth is, there are a lot more Republicans taking credit for that bill than we actually voted for it. (laughs) I see them out there, and now we're going to build this new bridge here. We're all for it. And by the way there's new road and we're going to have an internet there's going to be all the way. I love them, man They ain't got no shame They don't have any shame <laughs>
1: <laughs> Let's celebrate us Let's do it Let's do it. Biden is in Ohio. He was in Ohio today. He was right outside of Columbus, Ohio, opening up a new Intel uh, uh, microchip factory. Opening up, a, you know, a new factory that is uh, going to. Be, I, I just and and this is not the uh, only one that's going to open. We're building a um, an entire middle class, you know, uh, jobs and chips and science infrastructure all over the United States and not on the um, elite coasts, not where you typically see, you know, investment in, um, oh, tech. Let's just call it tech, okay? But in the heartland, you're seeing investment in Arizona. You're seeing a new factory open up in Ohio or actually groundbreaking because they have to build it, okay? So there's construction work to be done too. And then another one in Idaho, 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 Idaho. Who are you? Uh, yeah, I I, I I, don't want. So, you know, all this is going on today. And you would never know it. You would never know it because King Charles is, uh, you know, reviewing the Queen's Pledge of Lifelong Service. I mean, this is unbelievable. Listen, I, I promise you this. If there's a change in the Queen's condition, I will let you know. Other than that, let's move on. Let's move on. The Queen is dead. Long live the Queen. Oh, man. I mean, is that, is that, is that enough for you? I, I swear to God. Th- there's so much going on. There's so much going on here. You would never, ever know it if you turned on uh, the TV today, if you turned on the, the corporate media, right? Um, but there was a, a, an appeal that was honored by the Michigan Supreme Court, which is a reminder to you uh, in America that, no, no, Donald Trump didn't get to pick the state Supreme Court's Justices, right? So uh, there was an appeal made to the Michigan State Supreme Court to honor the seven hundred and fifty thousand—that's almost a million signatures—for a ballot initiative to be on the ballot on November eighth for the people of Michigan to be able to vote for or against whether or not they want abortion rights protected or destroyed in that their state. Okay. Uh, and the reason why it was not going to be on the ballot—this th- is so—I've I- I've, been—I've been just you know shaking my head since last week when I saw it. There is a uh, a board of commissioners, the board of state canvassers is what it's called in Michigan, and they are split: two Republicans, two Democrats on the board of state canvassers, right? And they did not reach an agreement. You need three votes of the four in order to put a 750,000-signatured, endorsed ballot initiative on the ballot. They had final approval, and they didn't approve it. And Of course, it split along party lines. It was two Republicans saying, absolutely not, and two Democrats saying, absolutely yes. This ballot initiative to uh, expand, not to expand, but to uh, continue to uh, uh, honor women's autonomy, to honor women's privacy in their own person, uh, needs to be on the ballot. It's a question Michiganders uh, need to answer for them their own damn selves. Well the, the the board of canvassers declined to include it on the ballot um, on September, on November 8th because because spacing, typos. they, they had an issue with typos and spacing space word spacing, right? Now, this is a country. Where everybody who has a credit card, everybody who has any service from Apple, anybody who has any service from the internet, any app at all, has agreed to or declined to agree to the rules of service. Okay, None of that is understandable or is read by any of us. We all just skip through it and check, you know, I agree. If you want to serve it, credit cards too. Nobody understands a credit card contract. You know why? Elizabeth Warren, uh, you know this is what she used to teach at Harvard, that credit card agreements don't exist in law. They just make this crap up and uh, you sign it and then good luck to you and if you want to take it to court, yeah, good luck with that. You know, you are going to take on Mastercard, you're going to take on uh, you know uh, American Express you're going to take, right. So, this is a country where every single body Says that they read and understood the agreement for Amazon Music or their agreement for Spotify or their agreement for um, Xfinity or their okay, and but they didn't want this on the ballot because of typos and spacing issues. Well, in the majority opinion, the Michigan Supreme Court Chief Justice Bridget McCormick called the actions of the Republicans on the board of state canvassers who declined to certify this uh, initiative to be on the ballot because of typos, she said, this is a sad marker of the times. They would disenfranchise millions of Michiganders, not because they believe the many thousands, it wasn't thousands, it was hundreds of thousands, it was 750,000 Michiganders, who signed the proposal were confused by it because they think they have identified a technicality that allows them to do so. This is a game of gotcha gone very bad. So, It will be on your ballot in Michigan, and Michiganders will have an opportunity to show up. Now, the reason why the Republicans didn't want on the ballot is because now that women understand that they have an opportunity to vote for their own privacy rights, for their own bodily autonomy, for their own lives, literally their own lives, and whether their lives should be preserved in case of emergency, they will show up now. They will show up. The turnout in Michigan is going to be astronomical. And the choice in Michigan is between, for governor, let's just say, okay, there are other races, of course. There are Congress people like, um, you know, every Congress member in uh, Michigan will be on the ballot. Alyssa Slotkin will be on the ballot. You know, all, all, all of uh, the, the delegation uh, that serve in the Congress, in the State Assembly, uh, they'll all be on the ballot. But the big, the big contest between Governor Gretchen Whitmer and this thing called Tudor Dixon who actually believes that um if 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 you get raped it's an opportunity yeah
3: a 14 year old who let's say is a
4: victim of abuse by an uncle
1: yeah you're you're saying saying, carry that no
5: perfect example the way that this could be set up is you're protecting that that guy and we've got to get those guys in well, jail. That,
4: that's something because, else, look, and I agree. No, no, in no, fact, no, no. that guy should be hung, but. Because we got this
5: new telemedicine abortion situation. Well, that Which guy happened in on, this
4: no, area. Nope, nope, no, there's not a debate because I'm there with you, right <laughs> here having lunch.
3: <laughs> 14 years old, she's four months pregnant. Some hauled f- her into an alley or walked into her into a bedroom. You expect her to carry that thing? Okay. Yes Look. or no? But I will listen to but yes I, or no, and
6: then
1: give me the because answer. Because
5: I know people who are the product. I'd like this a life for me. That's how it is. Okay. That is for me. That's my feeling.
1: Oh, good. That's that's fair. You heard it. No, no exception, except the health of the mother. That's fair. Make your decision for yourself. Why does the GOP feel the need to control? And that's all this is about. Everybody else, why do they feel the need to control women? Why do they feel the need to control homosexuals, lesbians, transgender? What 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 is what what is it about them that gives them the right to control everyone else's life? Why are they always inserting themselves as they scream about small government? Oh right, they wanted to shrink the government so small that it could go right up your JJ yeah, and protect the life of the fetus.
2: things Randy at RandyRhodes.com. Go go for launch. Speaking truth to power, The Randy Rhodes Show.
1: We had a beautiful moment uh, or five uh, this week. Um, We had this guy. I want
7: to thank Sharon Sprung for capturing everything I love about Michelle. Her grace, her intelligence, and the fact that she's fine. (laughs) She is. Her portrait is stunning. And I want to thank Robert McCurdy for taking on a much more difficult subject (laughs) and doing a fantastic
0: job with mine.
1: (laughs) So we had that. Okay, currently we have this.
0: Folks, Democrats offer a vision for a better America. It's within the reach, our reach. Within our hands, if we just get out and vote. And again, that's not hyperbole. Because we're not finished. Imagine if we just selected two more Democrats to the Senate and keep the House of Representatives. Yes. Imagine. We'll codify Roe v. Wade. We'll ban assault weapons. We'll protect Social Security and Medicare. We'll pass universal pre-K. We'll restore the child care tax credit. We'll protect voting rights. We'll pass election reform. We'll make sure no one ever tries to steal an election again in America. And we'll continue to build an economy. Build an economy from the bottom up and the middle out, not the top down. Because we understand something Republicans don't. Wall Street did not build this country. Working people, the middle class, built this nation. And I got news for you unions built the middle class.
1: <laughs> Woohoo! We have that. Yeah. Uh huh. You know where he was today? Uh, I told you he was at uh, an Intel factory, groundbreaking, in Ohio, right outside of Columbus.
0: In fact, one-third of the core inflation last year was due to higher prices of automobiles because of the shortage of the semiconductors needed to build those automobiles. Folks, we need to make these chips right here in America to bring down everyday costs and create good jobs. Don't take my word, for it. You heard Pat. Listen to the business leaders across this country. They're making decisions right now about where to invest and produce these chips. China, Japan, South Korea, European Union, all these places are investing tens of billions of dollars to attract chip manufacturers to their countries. But industry leaders are choosing us, the United States, because they see America is back and America's leading the way.
1: Beautiful.
7: You know who else is back? Joe Cool and those aviators, man. I'm telling you, he's been on one lately. He's been wide open lately, and started with those aviators.
1: <laughs> it started with him actually getting this laundry list of to do done, uh, everything from the American Rescue Plan to the chips bill, which you know he was out there celebrating the groundbreaking of a brand new Intel uh, computer chip facility. Uh, To be built uh, by American construction workers, unionized American construction workers, and then to be run by unionized American workers, it will create right there, just that one plant, 3,000 jobs, average pay for these jobs, just entry level... 135k a year. These are good-paying, solid jobs. With the Intel, uh, the the company Intel investing 17.7 million dollars in Ohio colleges and universities in order to develop uh, education programs that are focused on the computer chips sector. Uh, So, I mean, this this is this is like. It's marvelous. I, I don't know what else to say. This is worth celebrating, and you would not know it by watching corporate media today that any of this happened. Okay, you would just know the Queen is dead. Long live the Queen. Oh, and speaking of the Queen, so the reason why I wanted to uh, play Obama's wonderful, uh, you know, uh, 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 portrait unveiling and Michelle's beautiful that that portrait is gorgeous. That is really beautiful. Uh, and then show you uh, Biden doing a little victory lap uh, yesterday and today there in Ohio declaring Midwest manufacturing is back. Just so I could contrast it with the Queen and Donald Trump, okay? Mm -hmm. Do you remember this moment, anybody? The Queen's going, no, walk over there. Walk by the guards. We walk by them, see? And he stands like the narcissist he is in front of her royal majesty because he can't take direction from anybody. Okay. These are our choices, people. Effective, serious leaders who have some swag, who have a little class, who care about your dignity, your autonomy, your freedom, your ability to raise a family, who care about unions, who care about Collective bargaining. Who care about salaries and wages? Who care about education? Or that guy, that guy. You want to talk about the queen? Why don't they show that video clip? Why don't they? Why doesn't the corporate media show you that on an endless freaking loop? Instead of her yesterday in South Africa, saying, "I pledge you a life of service." Now I will say this. Okay, if 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 anybody doesn't understand exactly why the monarchy is is accepted let's say in the united kingdom which is 54 commonwealths okay it's a huge swath of countries uh let me just put it this way because this is the only explanation that makes any sense to me personally like i understand america fought a revolutionary war to get out from under the monarchy to get out from under the church of england basically to not have the king's religion foisted upon us here in the United States, a country thousands and thousands of miles away from the crown. Okay, I get that, but we may have effed up just a tad, just a touch, just a smidge. Why? Well, the way that I understand the monarchy in the UK, the way that I understand it is, she preserved the dignity. She preserved the um, the civil, the, the civilized discourse the reputation of the UK. Not just England, not just Scotland, but the UK. The United Kingdom. And as I said, the kingdom is a giant commonwealth and it includes Belize, it includes Canada. I don't know how many people understand that. It does include Canada. It includes a whole bunch of uh, South African uh, countries. So maybe we effed up a little because when you have the queen, who doesn't take sides, who is always agnostic to the politics and is only working on maintaining the dignity, maintaining the civilized respect of the kingdom and projecting that to the people. While the politics is happening over there, And it's getting really ugly and divided and Brexit and, you know, dissolving governments and then, you know, this new woman that they have now. Nobody likes her. Nobody. Nobody likes her. You know, maybe it's good to have the. So because I don't believe in like holy birth being a marker for being a monarch, I would like to be queen of America. What do you say?
2: Call in, connect. To speak to Randy, call 561-270-3844. 561-270-3844.
0: Every election's a choice. My dad used to say, don't compare me to the almighty Joey, compare me to the alternative. Right. Well, just take a look at what's happened since the Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade. In 14 states... Abortion is not available beyond six weeks of pregnancy when most women don't even know they are pregnant. In most of these states, there's no exception for rape or incest. Mm. In the coming weeks and months, another 13 states may ban abortion depending on the outcome of this election in November. Yep. Another 13. That means just weeks and months, more than half of America will have banned abortion if we don't win this off-year election. And they're not going to stop there. If they win control of the House and Senate, they made it clear. They're going to try to pass a national ban. But as long as I'm president, they ain't going to get it done because I'll veto it
1: you know i it, it's it's uh, you know totally obvious that this is what they're you know about the gop the gop doesn't want to see anybody you know advance uh their careers advance their children's education they're not interested they're interested in culture wars they're interested in division they're interested in ugly they're interested in uh, you know uh what, what do they call it uh, tw- uh not tweaking uh, the libs
7: oh you got to trigger the libs
1: trigger yeah they want to trigger Everything with them is the trigger. Trigger laws, trigger the libs, trigger this, trigger that. Blah, trigger was a horse. That's can, I, what,
7: can I tell you, though, it's, it's them that are getting triggered. If any if these phone calls I get, especially today, are any indication, believe me, they why, are getting what? triggered as well. I mean, we just had some very charming what people they? call up. Oh, wow. Well, not suitable for air, I promise you.
1: But what's the topic?
7: Oh, generally insulting you and I are the topic.
1: Insulting us? Based on what? Sure. The way we look?
7: Sometimes, <laughs> depending on if they're watching or listening. If they're Ooh, listening, they kind of guess that's it. Gonna,
1: yeah, because that, that's really going to put a dollar in your pocket, right? I mean, that whether you like me or not is really going to advance your uh, your outcome at the end of the month when you sit down with your checkbook and or, or, or your PayPal. Right, it's really going to put money in your pocket.
7: Hey, just keep watching, guys. Keep watching.
1: Honestly, it's so stupid. You know, y- you have Republicans that are trying to control women with absolutely no clue... How women are going to control you, how we're going to come at you and come at you and come at you to regain and retake our civil rights, our right to control our own bodies. It's like once we become pregnant, we're, we're objects to you. Or maybe we were objects when you got us pregnant. I have no earthly idea. But you're so completely wrong. Women are coming, and they're cold as ice, and they're coming for you. They're coming for you. If you are trying to rip away rights, whether it's you know uh, to marry whoever you fell in love with, whether it's you know the gay community, the lesbian community, transgender kids who you are making feel invisible or want to be, you want them to be invisible. They will not be invisible. They are human beings with a lot to give, a lot to offer. Okay. Uh, Nobody is going to let you take away our equality, our rights, the place that we fit in. No one's going to do that. That's just not America. Okay? It's not the United States. It's not anything that anybody signed up for here. Okay? Nobody. Nobody thinks you have the right to control them. Now, you worry about controlling yourself. Get a grip. Get a freaking grip. I mean, you don't have a clue. Republicans republic
0: awakened a powerful force in this nation. Women. Yes. W-O-W. No, I'm not joking. I'm not joking. Those of your lawyers, read the decision. And the court says that women have a right to vote to change this if they don't like it at the state level. Well, guess what, pal? <laughs> Here you come. Here you come. Republicans don't have a clue about the power of women. Not a clue. Let me tell you something. They're about to
1: find out. They're about to find out. I mean it. I do too. I do too. You know, you're you're about to have a rude awakening about the power, the awesome power of women and the men who respect them. (laughs) Just saying. Just saying. You know, you're allowed to make your own decisions about your own family, your own body, your own, uh, you know, whatever, but not mine. And the nerve of you the actual arrogance of you to think that you get to rip away from an entire population, from 50% of this country, autonomy and dignity and privacy, that, that, that's a bridge too far, that is very bizarre. Meanwhile, okay, we're, we're actually building factories so that you can put another dime in your pocket, so that you can get ahead, so that you can raise your family and not have them live in uh, you know uh, dire poverty or, 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 or not knowing whether or not from month to month the bills are going to get paid. I mean, that's what we're trying to do here. That's what everybody is doing here. This is what good presidents do. They try to make things a little bit easier, a little bit better. They try to elevate our reputation on the world stage so that people will, when given a choice, invest here. And they are given a choice. You know, if you're Intel or if you're a Micron or if you're Corning, I mean, you could build plants wherever you want, right? You can go to Japan, you can go to China, you can go to Europe, you can go to North Europe, you can go to the Mediterranean. I mean, there's places that have, uh, you know, fabulous weather all year round. Okay, you could go wherever you want. But you know what? Uh, Micron is going to build a factory in Idaho. Corning is gonna build an optical fiber facility in Arizona. First Solar is gonna construct its fourth solar panel plant here in the southeast of the United States, okay? And all these announcements of investment in the United States are all because of Biden. They're all because of the things we got past. They're all because of Democrats. What the hell is wrong with people? I mean this 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 guy that you are you know following I don't know what to say I wouldn't want to follow him not even with a, a dump truck and a shovel okay I wouldn't want to follow him but this guy that you follow you're always gonna be in the shadows because that ass is huge but this guy that you follow what was his great accomplishment what was it what was it he had none Okay, he had no accomplishments. That's the crazy part. None, except telling you it was okay to hate women and telling you it was okay to, uh, you know, be racist or to, you know, talk about uh, the southern border as if it was new, as if it's a new thing. You want immigration reform? Tell the Republican Party to vote for it. They don't want to vote for it. In fact, I think they're like really, really pissed that the Supreme Court actually overturned Roe v. Wade because they loved the issue. You know, when it was hypothetical, when it was in your head. And it was but Now women are dying. You understand women are dying and 10-year-olds are being forced to give birth. And yes, it happens. In South Carolina, you have four Republican women that stood up on the Senate floor and told you it happened in their town, in their district, in their state. And that 10-year-olds were being forced to give birth. Okay. They're the dog that caught the car. That's who that party is. And they're not gonna make the same mistake on immigration because that rouses people, that gets people crazy. Well, if you want immigration reform, tell the Republicans to vote for it. Otherwise, you're gonna have Republican governors spending 12 million of your dollars on buses and busing immigrants to New York where they're being welcomed. (laughs)
2: This is the Randy Rhodes Show. To speak with Randy, dial 561 270 3844. That's 561 270 3844.
5: Heated debate over abortion in the South Carolina Senate ended Thursday with neither side fully satisfied with the result. What started as a debate over a near-total abortion ban...
6: Women deserve the right to choose in the state of South Carolina and we are sending the wrong message. Well, if you can't legislate morality, let's just remove all the laws about theft, fraud, burglary.
1: Wait.
5: What? Those Ended with a decision to return to the state's current six week ban, known as the fetal heartbeat law, and make it more restrictive, including lowering the time victims of rape or incest can seek an abortion from 20 weeks to about 12.
3: Got to readily
4: admit that this is not everything that I wanted. Um, but, but, I'll, but I do think that it is something the pro life community ought to be proud of. We advanced the ball.
0: We did save lives tonight and I think that's important. Nothing in this bill was positive for women, positive for victims, positive for doctors. It is, I, I've said this all week, you've heard me. This is an awful bill.
5: Much of the debate surrounded around a minority of Republican senators, including the lone through Republican women, who said they wouldn't support the bill without exceptions for rape or incest. Mm. For now, the Senate's version goes back to the House for consideration. Meanwhile, the current fetal heartbeat law remains suspended as the state Supreme Court reviews its
1: constitutionality. I mean, this is this is what they use their majorities for, okay? To take rights away, not to increase or expand rights, not to increase or expand opportunity. No, to take rights away. This is this is who they are. This is what they do. They use their. Uh, their and and this was a fight between the Republicans in South Carolina's uh, Senate. This was literally a fight between female Republicans and male Republicans in the Senate, who. Honestly, honestly, they, they were threatening to filibuster each other. It was so sick. It was so sad. It was so divided. It was so awful. It was just disgusting. But 30 Republicans uh, in the 46-member chamber. So obviously, you know, there's, there's, there's 46 members, and 30 of them are Republicans. Uh, they had to have a majority to pass a total abortion ban, and they couldn't even get a majority amongst themselves because they liked the issue, but they don't like the result. They don't like the result. So, I, I you know, do we, do we say we won? I, I No, not really, because the bill that failed was a total abortion ban uh, for any moment after the moment of conception, with no exceptions for rape and incest. This is what half of the Republicans in the South Carolina Senate wanted for women. Uh, I think it was modeled after a law in Saudi Arabia from the 12th century. Uh, I, I don't know but it was too extreme for South Carolina. I didn't know there was such a thing. It's unbelievable. This is so disgusting. They are real. And and did you hear this one uh, senator who was for the total ban without any excitement? He was saying, well, if you can't legislate morality, then let's get rid of all the laws about theft and burglary. You see, this is the tell. This is the tell. This man thinks of women and women's bodies as property. He thinks that theft, which is a property crime, should be done away with in the laws. If you can't legislate a woman's body, because that's property too, that's the tell. That's how you know. That's how you can get underneath the hood and check out what makes this engine go. Total and complete disregard for the human, uh, uh, for, for humanity, for, for human beings women ones, and then you have the gay ones, and then you have the, I, I swear to God, this is, this is what went on in the Miami school board yesterday, because we have a Republican governor here who doesn't give a damn about the people, not at all. I mean, we have the highest death rate from COVID, we still have the highest death rate from COVID in this state, in this freaking state, okay, and he passed this uh, don't say gay bill, which he swears is not a don't say gay bill, because it doesn't say don't say gay. But it actually legislates that schools can't teach history to children with regard to the Supreme Court decisions that affect lesbian and gay Americans. That is what they were debating at the school board level yesterday. And parents were literally outraged. Most of the people that spoke at the school board meeting yesterday in Miami were saying, my God, what is wrong with you people? Don't you understand that that when you try to tell people they need to be invisible or their lives don't matter, or that they should have absolutely no uh, representation in uh, schools teaching history or the law, that they 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 start to self-loathe and they regret that they're alive and then they harm themselves, okay? Uh, that's why the suicide rate is so high in uh, gay in, in, in amongst gay children, gay teens, right? So they all showed up yesterday to try, and they, listen, last year, the school board passed a piece of legislation for them saying that October would be uh, lesbian and gay history month, history, history month, and that during the month of October, you could teach Supreme Court decisions that affected the gay community, like Obergefell, which, you know, codified, uh, you know, gay marriage, right? Well, it didn't codify, but uh, actually the Supreme Court weighed in and said that you have the right to marry who you love in these United States, right? So next, this month, the Senate, the United States Senate, is going to codify or try to codify gay marriage in law, just like they would like to codify Roe v. Wade in law so that the Supreme Court could just shut up about it and go away. But this is what happened yesterday at the school board meeting.
6: LGBTQ people suffer a higher rate of suicide ideation and other risky behaviors because of the hateful attacks and efforts that you have been hearing in this room after many speakers. The marginalization of lesbian, gay, bisexual, and transgender people that has been institutionalized to push us to the margins, to to strip us of healthcare, to strip us of marriage equality. Our struggle is real, our struggle is history. I'm 51 years old, living 26 years with HIV AIDS. I know what it was like to have parents that told me don't tell my family about the fact that I'm gay, to hide it from my siblings. I was in the seminary under Cardinal Theodore McCarrick in Newark, New Jersey. I went through sexual abuse in the church. I know what the church is like. I'm a Christian that struggles with my Christianity because it rapes my soul from me. And these people here who preach their faith and Christianity want to continue to push LGBT people to the margins. They want to strip us from history. Don't say gay is why this crowd is here to oppose this. They do not want us to exist. They want us to kill ourselves. They want us to continue to strip protections from us. The protections that are now, the protections of Obergerfeld and Bostock are the protections that this board is to help protect people to be ready for the workforce. We have Mm -hmm. protections in the workforce and that's why it's critical Mm -hmm. to have this in the resolution. Thank you, sir. Thank Thank you. you. you.
1: Our
3: children should not be, school is not here to indoctrinate
4: them with LBGTQ agenda ideology.
3: This is not to be and we should not expose our children in school to this curriculum.
5: Our educational system, and you all know because you're educators,
3: our educational system was not designed to teach children about sexuality. I am very saddened today to see some groups and some people stating hate. It's about kindness. It's about love. It's about unity it's about
1: bringing our community together let's not play the role of god who are we it went on and on and on like that and and i just want you to know the same school board that last year voted seven to one to have a month that teaches uh, the Supreme Court decisions that benefit uh, gay marriage, that benefit gay uh, people in the workplace, that benefit, uh, you know, uh, people who believe in equality. This year, they voted eight to one not to, not to. And it's all because of the governor. They're chilled. They're chilling uh, free speech. They're chilling history. They're chilling the teaching of history to children because... Because they have been successful in telling people that teaching Supreme Court decisions to fifth graders or sixth graders is indoctrination. Yes, teaching equality to children is indoctrination. Into what? Indoctrination into what? A freer country, a better place to raise children, a more equal union, a more united states. Because I got news for you almost 80%, 90% of Americans are for gay marriage, okay? It's not a thing. It's not a divided country on the question of whether or not gay people have the right to marry, at all. But they have to like stick the shiv in and twist it, tell you they're indoctrinating your children into what?
0: We believe that all men are created equal to the magnificent mosaic that is America. Radio beacon to radio beacon. I have a dream. Change has come to America. Believe me. Help is on the way. Knock, knock. Who's
2: there? That's a pigment of your imagination. Randy Roach. Turn.
7: I'm concerned at this point that we still don't uh, entirely know the universe of documents that are out there or other places he may have stored them. I'm still not 100% convinced that they have everything back in in custody, in the government's possession. So th- that's number one. Number two, in terms of his inability to handle this stuff, look, President Biden did the right thing when he issued uh, an order saying that that former President Trump should stop getting the the courtesy intel briefings that former presidents get. <laughs> Clearly, that was the right call. And I, I like to tell people, just to kind of put a a, a personal touch on this, if, if a guy named Donald J. Trump applied tomorrow to serve coffee at the Starbucks at FBI headquarters, based on his record of mishandling documents, he would not get the security clearance for the coffee job at FBI headquarters. Oh, and yet, man. people are talking about him running for
1: president again. Yeah, it is a scary thought. Now that you know what he does with our crown jewels, with our secrets, with our ability to keep ourselves safe uh, from other people's military uh, attacks or terrorist attacks, whatever it is that is classified information, whether it's human intelligence and the control of human intelligence, how we gather intelligence in order to secure our country, to secure our people. He doesn't give a damn. Okay, he doesn't give a rat's ass. He, uh, Donald Trump, is saying that the classified, top secret, uh, you know, compartmentalized intelligence, the eyes only, the, the 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 kind of intelligence about nuclear weapons, and we don't know which country's nuclear weapons program it is that he had. Uh, was it an allied country that will not trust us any longer to coordinate with us or to uh, exchange and, and share information with us? Or was it an enemy's uh, country where they now know what we don't know about their nuclear programs? Do you know i No matter how you slice or dice this, he said these documents were his. Well, they were never his. They were never his. They were the property of the intelligence uh, community that gathered these pieces of information. They were never protected under executive privilege. They were protected by secrets. They were protected by classification. And so, uh, you had the Department of Justice yesterday decide that they were going to issue a two-part, a two-request, two-part appeal to this loose cannon judge, to this judge loose cannon, who has no judicial experience at all, and yet. And yet, even after Donald Trump lost the election, the Republican Senate decided to give her a lifetime appointment to a federal court as a judge. She's 41 years old. She has never, ever, ever been a judge, ever, at any level. She's never been a traffic court judge. She's never been a people's court judge. She's never been a, a, a television judge. She's she's never been, a, and now she's a federal court judge making decisions about our national security. And so uh, the Department of Justice, you know, they, they pushed back against her and they argued to her that these are not the president's personal records. He has no right to possess them. And so they asked two things of her. They asked her to stop her stop OK, because that's how the law is. It's it's double negatives all the time, which is meant to confuse you. OK. But they said, you know, listen, you are literally injuring the criminal investigation of matters involving national security. You need to enjoin yourself, stop yourself from enjoining us from pursuing this criminal investigation into national security secrets They They don't belong to him. These documents could cause the most immediate and serious harms to the government and to the public at large because you're not letting us investigate the criminal activity that is associated with this intelligence breach and you're worried about his reputation? You're worried about how it harms him? They're saying, you know, uh, we're not so worried about how it harms him, okay? We're worried about how it harms national security and you should be too. So they asked her to please uh, take the, uh, the limit off of the Department of Justice, who, by the way, the DOJ is the head of the FBI. And the FBI is doing an intelligence investigation. And so it's all executive branch investigation. And the same person, Merrick Garland, who is in charge of DOJ, is in charge of the FBI and the FBI's intelligence units. That's why Jay Bratt, who is the counterintelligence head of the department of justice and the export control portion of the department of justice which deals with nuclear uh, weapons and nuclear secrets that's why he was the one that was sent down to magaloco i'm sure it was the secret service that tipped off the government i'm sure it was when they said oh my god Look at this stuff. This is nuclear secrets. We're not even allowed to look at this, okay? I I, I mean, when it all is said and done, I think that that will be right. But their argument is so solid. They said, here's the exact words that are in the appeal. And by the way, Trump has until Monday at 10 a.m. to respond to this. But they wrote the classification markings establish on the face of the documents that they are government records and not the plaintiff's personal records. Just the classification markings alone tell everybody in this audience and everywhere around the world that these are not the president's executive documents. This is the government's. The, class, the classification markings alone establish right on the front of the folders that contain these documents. And so then they continue and they say, the government's review of those records doesn't raise any plausible attorney-client privilege claims because classified records do not contain communications between the plaintiff and his private attorneys. Now, when you put it like that, it all starts to make sense that they're bullcrap in their way because they have no defense of why Donald Trump possessed national security secrets in his country club there. They wrote, for several reasons, no potential assertion of executive privilege could justify restricting the executive branch's review and use of classified records at issue here. So he's claiming executive privilege, which is what I told you, against the executive branch, which makes no sense. And he's not the executive, which also makes no sense. But they go on and they say, Trump does not and could not assert that he owns or has any possessory interest in classified records, that he has any right to have those government records returned to him, or that he could advance any plausible claims of attorney-client privilege as to such records. I mean, it's just so plain that all of these assertions that they need to return my documents. These are my documents. Or that my documents are protected under attorney-client privilege. Or we need a filter team to, to to separate out attorney-client from classified material. And they're only saying this this first portion of their uh, ask only has to do with classified documents. It has nothing to do with the other 11,000 documents that aren't classified. There's 11,000 pages of government documents that under the Presidential Records Act belong to the custody of the National Archives. They're not even asking about those in this appeal. They're saying only the classified documents, which on their face have markings, that say this isn't the president's property. This is the property of the US government. People risk their lives to get this information. And now he has to respond. And he has until 10 o'clock in the morning on Monday to respond. Now, I told you a lot of stuff was going to happen today. So a lot of stuff did happen today. Not that you would know it from watching your TV over there. Not that you would know it. I'm looking up here, okay? I got CNN on. Charles to be officially proclaimed king on Saturday. Okay. What in the hell does that have to do with the fact that we have a president who jeopardized national security... By claiming that national security is his and his alone, <laughs> as an ex-president of the United States, I, I I don't I don't even understand it. And then, if you go even deeper into the Trump legal file, you find out that the Justice Department and the grand jury is subpoenaing Rudy Giuliani and uh, uh, I mean, uh, my pillow guy. Victoria Tensing, Joe DiGenova, Boris Efstein. Why? To see where the money went.
2: All things Randy at randyroads.com. Go, go for launch. Speaking truth to power. The Randy Rhodes Show.
0: The appeal. A good idea in your view.
3: Yes, but let me give you, um, having looked at these, there are actually two documents that have been filed. Right. There's something called a protective appeal, and then there's also a document where they make a motion to Judge Cannon in the district court. So what they're doing is in the district court, they tell the judge that they want to have her stay a part of her stay. She, If you remember, <laughs> she ordered that there could not be a review of anything that was seized in the search warrant whether it's classified material or unclassified material they had to put a full stop to the criminal investigation using those documents what doj did is said judge we need you to rethink a part of that decision you may really made an error when it came to anything that is classified and you you called out, as I knew you would, the exact best quote that puts in in succinctly what the argument is. What they also said is we have filed a protective notice of appeal to the 11th Circuit. If there is not a ruling in our favor on this, by a week from today, Mm. the 15th, we're going forward with our appeal on this issue. So they've done two things, giving the district court and the out, the option of uh, ruling in their favor. And it's a really strong brief. I think this is a much stronger brief, but in some ways you can't fault the Department of Justice because it was hard to know just how sort of nutty and off the wall her decision was (laughs) gonna be. But this is a very, very strong brief saying, how can somebody like Donald Trump have any, any interest in any possessory interest in classified documents? He can't. They belong by definition to the government, not to a private citizen. And those communications don't raise attorney client privilege because, by definition, classified documents are not communications between Donald Trump and his lawyers.
1: Right. That's that's the legal ease version of what I just said, okay? And so Donald Trump has till Monday at 10 a.m. to respond. And then if the decision doesn't go in the favor in favor of national security, which is what the DOJ is actually doing a criminal investigation into, right? If it doesn't go in favor of protecting national security and instead goes toward protecting the reputation, which is what she wrote of Donald Trump, they will go to the 11th Circuit. Now, you know the 11th Circuit is uh, very conservative because they packed our courts. And one of the things that we have to think about is unpacking them. You pack and then you unpack. And the things that need to be unpacked are state courts, the things that need to be unpacked are district courts, federal courts all over this country. Because if we don't start looking at the courts and the makeup of the courts, we're going to have crazy, crazy judges who have no judicial experience uh, protecting uh, the reputation of this one or that one out of loyalty and not national security based on the law. It will become a cult of personality in the judicial branch, the way It became a cult of personality in the House and the Senate and the executive branch for two years. And then after two years, America looked at it and said, oh, this isn't working, and gave the gavel to Nancy Pelosi and gave two Senate seats in Georgia to Democrats. Just remember that. This man was so... Unimpressive to the American people that not even two years in, America said, "Um, no, we're going to change. We're going to change that because it was a midterm. We couldn't change the president, but we could change the makeup of the House and the Senate. And we did. We did. And you think about that. Two Senate seats in Georgia went to Democrats, two of them. Okay. So... I think people understand what's at stake here in this particular instance of this person taking documents that threaten our national security and saying they're mine, they're mine, and I want them returned. Really? And a dirty judge who's willing to rule to protect him and not us, not our national security. And then like i said if you go deep into this criminal file today just the newspapers today because you know this is how i get my information obviously i just read newspapers but if you look at the newspapers today you find out that uh prosecutors uh are at the justice department the grand jury that the justice department has convened sent subpoenas on wednesday to a wide range of campaign and white house staffers asking about information about the money that was raised and put into something called the Save America PAC. Right, because Donald Trump has been hoarding that money. He refused to send that money to senatorial candidates. Right, so there's this big fight between Mitch McConnell and Rick Scott over in the Republican Party and the Senate about who's going to pay for these campaigns of these senators in Pennsylvania. Who's paying for Mehmet Oz, Who's paying for you know uh, Doug Mastriano to become governor of Pennsylvania? Like who's who's footing the bill? Because you know there's no money. The money's supposed to come from these PACs. The, Donald Trump's leadership pack is supposed to be. And he's hoarding the money and paying lawyers. And what is he paying the lawyers for? Well, that's what the DOJ wants to know. Uh, Did he pay lawyers? They want a record of every dollar raised and every dollar spent. They want to know if he illegally solicited money based on abject lies across the Internet, which once you say that, some of you realize what I just said. Others don't, so let me explain it. That's wire fraud. That's a federal crime to raise money under fraudulent pretenses on the internet. It's it's wire fraud. And they want to know what happened to the money. Did the money go to pay Rudy Giuliani? Did it go to pay Boris Epstein? Did it go to pay Victoria Tensing and her husband, Joe DeGeneva? But uh, according to people who, who know what the subpoena said, they said the document was very wide-ranging and it included multiple other categories of information, that's all they would say. Um, everybody who was subpoenaed declined to comment every single one of them said no comment. but they're looking at you know the hundreds of people involved in the Capitol riot. you know that. And now they're looking at you know uh, some of the people that were charged with high level crimes like uh, you know seditious conspiracy like uh, Stuart Rhodes and others right but and they're also looking at uh, you know interference in Georgia at the federal level. they're looking at but and Fannie Willis is looking at it for the state of Georgia as you know. I'm telling you, this legal file on, on Trump is, is enormous. It's ginormous. But now they're looking at the finances of the political action committee saying that they used false and inflammatory claims about the election to solicit the donations in the first place, which would be wire fraud because Trump was sending as many as 25 emails a day to his uh, you know sycophants and followers begging them for money. And none of the money has been spent on any of the political activities that a political action committee is supposed to be supporting. Instead, he's hoarded the money and limited the amount that he's giving to any candidates. And is he using it to uh, you know, pay his legal bills? Well, that's interesting because he has a separate legal fund, right? So he's under investigation for that too. And then there's a doozy of a decision. Another one, yes, another one. Donald Trump sued Hillary Clinton. Did you know that? Yeah, wait.
2: Call in, connect. To speak to Randy, call 561-270-3844. 561-270-3844.
5: Do you think it's appropriate the way that the former president was storing those top-secret and classified documents at his private estate at
2: Mar-a-Lago?
0: Yeah, I I don't really have any comments on this this whole investigation that's been dominating the news for the last month. I think we're following it like all of you are. Those
3: are classified documents, Mr. Leader. I mean, that's important. You don't have any comment
1: on that? I don't give a rat's ass about national security. Okay, I only care about power and winning it. That's all I care about. Hmm. My wife, secretary of transportation. I mean, he doesn't care about it. He doesn't care about it. These are these are the Republicans. Support the troops, everybody. (laughs) These are the Republicans, you know, America first or last or uh, in in, in a pile of rubble. We don't care as long as we're in charge of it could be out, you know, as long as it's our pile of rubble. Anyway, so I teased you. I told you that uh, Donald Trump had sued Hillary Clinton. I don't know if anybody realized that he had filed a RICO Act complaint against Hillary Clinton. He accused her of racketeering, swear to God, in a lawsuit. He filed it in Florida, uh, and the judge weighed in. The judge actually ruled, and uh, (laughs) ouch, this is all I could say. He clearly, this judge, clearly thought the complaint was a hot mess, a hot mess. It took him sixty-five pages of withering criticism uh, to explain how how Hillary Clinton and the slew of other defendants, you know, that he tried to make into a racketeering, influence, corrupt organization, uh, he dismantled the claims one by one, by one by one, in a sixty-five page withering response, and then threw the whole case out. Threw the whole case out. He wrote. This this is so good. When when judges write succinctly and clearly... See, this is why I like Supreme Court decisions, because they usually write in plain English, which is different from, uh, you know, uh, the law, the legislation itself, which is gobbledygook. It's crazy. But anyway, uh, the judge wrote, it's simply not that I find the complaint inadequate in any respect. It's inadequate in nearly every respect. (laughs) He said... Trump filed the suit in March, alleging that Clintons and others orchestrated a malicious conspiracy to disseminate patently false and injurious information about his campaign's possible collusion with Russia. Um, he- <laughs> The judge asked for more information, okay, about what facts do they have or what injury, what harm was caused because Donald Trump uh, won the election against Hillary Clinton, so he was unaware of any injurious harm that Donald Trump suffered, okay, at all. But the you know, Donald Trump's lawyers filed a, 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 a another 80 pages to explain even further why they felt that Donald Trump was injured by Hillary Clinton. And the judge wrote, 80 new pages of largely irrelevant allegations did nothing to salvage the legal sufficiency of these claims. Plaintiff's theory of this case set forth over 527 paragraphs in the first 118 pages of the amended complaint is difficult to summarize in a concise and cohesive manner because It was not presented that way. (laughs) Oh, God. More troubling, the claims presented in the amended complaint are not warranted under any existing law. In fact, they are foreclosed by existing law and precedent, including decisions of the Supreme Court. To illustrate, I highlight here Just two glaring problems with the amended complaint. There are many others. But these (laughs) are emblematic of the audacity of the plaintiff's legal theories and the manner in which they clearly contravene binding case law. He then goes on to eviscerate Trump's various arguments, detailing that his claims are A, outside the statute of limitations, B, lack any standing, C, twist all reasoning and logic, D, define known facts, and E, misinterpret the law. He gives one example. Perplexingly, Trump argues that defendants obstructed the investigation known as Crossfire Hurricane, the FBI's investigation into Russian uh, election interference, by contributing to the initiation of Crossfire Hurricane. And he said that defendants could have obstructed a proceeding by initiating a proceeding defies logic. And then he points out another head-scratcher, wondering how can Donald Trump claim any supposed falsehoods damaged his political career when he must know that he, not Defendant Clinton, won the 2016 presidential election? And then he concludes, at the end of 65 pages of dismantling all of this, he said... This is not so much a legal document as it is a rant. What the amended complaint lacks in substance and legal support, it seeks to substitute with length and hyperbole. But it's just about the settling of scores and grievances. At its core, the problem with plaintiff's amended complaint is that plaintiff, Donald Trump, is not attempting to seek redress for any legal harm. Instead, he is seeking to flaunt a 200-page political manifesto outlining his grievances against those who opposed him, and this court is not the appropriate forum. Case dismissed. OK, so just just today's legal crap from uh, that 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 applies to uh, the Donald is just cumbersome, man. It's just it's endless. It's just an, an enormous amount of bull crap that's being foisted, And he just he goes judge shopping. This is why he brings these things in Florida. OK, these things do not belong in Florida. The election was not won or lost in Florida. Uh, Donald Trump's uh, you know uh, grievances do not belong in a court to begin with. But what does belong in the court is his criminal behavior and that a Florida judge enjoined the Department of Justice from looking into, as if classified documents are somehow the property of the president, the ex-president, or any president. (laughs) I mean, it's just, it's it's just, it's just, stop it. This is, this is what the DOJ and all these pages have said to judge Aileen Cannon who, it's, it's offensive for me to have to call her a judge. She's a cute girl, okay, she's adorable. If you've ever seen her, she's, she's very cute. She's 41 years old. She has no judicial experience at all in any courtroom ever. And this girl is handling national security issues and criminal issues pertaining to the stealing. Of national security secrets. I'm sorry. (laughs) Stop it. Just stop it.
2: This is the Randy. Show. To speak with Randy, dial 561-270-3844. That's 561-270-3844. Oh,
1: look, Kellyanne Conway crawled out from under her rock. He knows when the Republicans take the House and Jim Jordan gets that gavel, his son,
7: Hunter Biden, will be the first investigating. I I guarantee you that the (laughs) country will be for that because that guy flew around on government, Taxpayer-funded aircraft, shaking down gover- governments and uh, people of uh, other companies.
1: This is what they want to spend their time doing. Okay, let's just review what happened this week. What we were all waiting for on this, uh, you know, uh, fabulous Friday. Okay, so we broke ground on an Intel uh, uh, computer chip factory in uh, just outside of Columbus, Ohio. A Michigan ballot initiative to allow Michiganders to vote on whether or not they want to prohibit abortion or keep, uh, you know, uh, uh, women free in that state is now uh, the Supreme Court of Michigan ruled it should and can be and will be on the ballot. We have the South Carolina Republicans eating each other, literally, uh, to the point where a total ban on abortion was defeated by Republicans in South Carolina's Republican Senate. And we have until midnight tonight for Trump to propose to the court, to to, to Judge Luce Cannon, his idea of who should be the special master. That is a deadline that uh, will not be seen until midnight tonight. And of course, since the Trump uh, lawyers are so good at lawyering, <laughs> You know all they're good at is delay right so i would assume they won't make uh that public until 11:59 and 59 seconds tonight friday night talk about a friday night news dump that man is a dump machine so uh that's that now uh the justice department has filed its appeal to judge loose cannon a two-part appeal telling her you have to stop stopping us from investigating criminal activity around national secrets, because you are literally playing around with U.S. national security when you say that, when you say that, about classified documents that he has no possessory right to have, okay? Uh, So we have all this stuff that's uh, going on, and we have prevailed on almost every single thing uh, that we had our eyes on this week. Yay us. And what are they talking about? Well, uh, you know, you give us back the gavel and we're going to investigate Hunter Biden. Really? What about Jared? What about the two billion over there? What about uh, Ivanka's uh, Chinese communist uh, patents that she got while her father was president? And she was actually on the, you know, uh, on the clearance list in the White House as a senior White House advisor. Nah, we're not interested in any of that kind of criminality. No, we're only interested in Hunter Biden's uh, laptop from hell. So what crime did Hunter Biden commit again? I'm, I'm not sure. But I do think pretty much there's an investigation into him that's already underway to see if he did anything indictable. And if he did, he will be indicted. Period. End of story. As it should be. As it should be. Brother David.
4: Preach, sister. Preach. You've been <laughs> on fire all week. Oh, true, thank especially you. on fire today. Ooh. Um, and... I think I already said this to the chat room. Hi, chat room. You know what to do. But uh, roughly 200 years ago, one of my several journalistic heroes, the great liberal journalist and political analyst Walter Baggett, said of the British uh, Constitution that it was divided into two parts, the dignified and the efficient. The dignified was the monarch. Uh, whether you believe it or not, represents the people. Yeah. God has placed them there. And the well, efficient is supposed to be the government. Right. This week... In the White House, just this week alone, we got not one but two examples of presidents who were both dignified and deficient. Mm-hmm. We had the one that, whom you some time ago said, history will rightly show as a rose bush between two ever increasing piles of poop, and the current one who has inherited the bigger and biggest of those piles of presidential poop in the Republic's history. And look what they've accomplished. It's what we, the people, even if we don't understand it, it, it it's a sub, sub, you know, it's a gut thing. It's like, yeah, they're working, they're doing it, yeah. and, that's and, why and I'm going to be in Michigan until the amendment goes through and Big Grudge gets a second term. Yes, she will. The and
1: I mean, she's running against a, a, a soft porn star who claims, you know, to be- <laughs> And uh, then there's that, right? Yeah, there's that. I don't know if anybody ever saw it, but um, yeah. Uh, Tudor Dixon literally was in a soft core vampire, what do I, yeah. call it? porn movie, okay? Yeah, yeah. I, I have a clip here, I'll show you.
4: There she is. Oh. Yep. Preach. And this is running for governor.
1: Yeah, well, as as the Christian one.
4: Yeah, and then and, and
2: there's
1: that. <laughs> it's oh, there she is with her little shot glass and looking at herself in the
2: mirror. <laughs> I have to laugh. Oh, I didn't cleavage
1: explain, but... and dollar signs. Well, uh, well hello. Oh, uh,
7: yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: Oh, up the die well, and. Sex Celsius. OK, I can't show any more because I'll be age restricted on the YouTube if I do. But that's, yeah, I mean, that's do. who is uh, holier than that. that That is the Christian candidate for Michigan governor who says, I, I don't care if you're the product of rape. Have the baby. I don't care.
4: <laughs> I'm shuddering just to think.
1: She's so ridiculous. They're all so ridiculous. But, but this is who Trump picks. He goes out and finds the weakest, most blackmailable dumbest like the herschel yeah. walkers of the world yeah. and he endorses them and hopes that they become the efficient part of government they become the uh, the, the senate they become the the governor they become I, bing, 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 bing. so that nothing nothing gets done so nothing can get done i mean right. exactly. now this is the thing this is why i opened the show by saying listen you know if 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 if, if people don't understand what the monarchy is for, you just explained it perfectly. She was the dignity that always existed with uh, regard to your opinion of the United Kingdom, right? That is right. And parliament was the efficiency uh, that was supposed to be legislating and making things better for the people. Well, we smashed it into one person.
4: Exactly.
1: And so that is who America is. And you must insist, when you vote... That the people that you are counting on to bring dignity and efficiency to the governing equation are in possession of both qualities, because we don't have a monarch. No.
4: Although I got to say real quick, your idea of you being monarch, I think it should be a quadrilateral one, and it should be you and Merrill and Michelle and Cher.
1: <gasps> Ooh. Right.
4: Right. And Dolly is secretary of angelic beings. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and Elton John, uh, Secretary of Music. There you go. Yeah.
4: Have a fabulous weekend. Thank Blue you. Nami, Randy. Thank Blue you. Nami. Thank you. <laughs> Love you always. Gorgeous girdles for everyone.
1: Everyone. Thank you, David. So we we have had a, an amazing result for one week's worth of trying. Okay. Just an amazing result. Broke ground on an Intel factory. Gonna watch, uh, you know, another factory be built in Idaho, for God's sake. Solar panels in the southeast. Uh, another, the fourth plant will open down here. Uh, you got a plant in Arizona that's gonna do fiber optic uh, cable, right? Uh, you have the president of the United States being able to declare that mid, the Midwest is back. The Midwest, for God's sake, the Rust Belt is going to get shined up and polished. The jobs that, He's creating, through this legislation, okay, in Youngstown, Ohio, there will be not just the construction job, and they're looking for 7,000 construction workers right now to build this intel plant. Once it's built, there will be 3,000 jobs there that pay $135,000 a year, which, just for you to know, is more than I make. Okay? I don't pay myself a hell of a lot here because we can't. But, I mean, this is, this is a real step in the right direction, and they want to spend their time investigating Hunter Biden and filing RICO acts, uh, you know, complaints against Hillary Clinton for damaging poor Donald Trump's fragile little ego, which a judge laughed out of court today. Laughed it out of court. It defies logic, reason, the law, anybody's cursory interest, I mean, this is just, this is not the forum to air your grievances about the person you beat in the 2016 election. It's just, it, it it's so bizarre, the way that he approaches the position of dignity and efficiency, which is combined in the United States, in one person, the president of the United States. So I would just like to say, uh, I'm waiting for midnight tonight for Trump to propose who should be his special master. <laughs> I'm guessing Barbara Eden, I don't know, cause no head shall be higher than his. I mean, who could he? Rudy Giuliani over here, uh, Boris Efstein? Uh, Michael Flynn perhaps. Yeah, cause he's got the security clearance, which is freaking frightening. But celebrate today all that has been accomplished in one week. One week of doing the right thing when no one's looking in America. And as far as the Queen goes, long live the Queen.